Good morning. Welcome to Prime Day. Prime it's so exciting. Day. The deals, the deals Day. are so exciting. I wonder if Tim's bought anything. I do want to hear if you guys bought anything on Prime for Day. Prime Day. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put out there a quick thank you because last week we asked our listeners to write some fresh reviews for us in Apple Podcasts, and many of you did. They were super fresh. They, they were funky, fat, fresh. That's right. They're delightful. They're very, very fun. So thank you to everybody who did. Yes. If you didn't yet, feel free. Also, a special shout out to the one or two of you who are like, sure, we'll go write a review. Four stars. So thank you, thank you for your honesty <laughs> and candor. I, I like those it. better than the five star reviews because five star reviews. I don't look, stop. Nope. Five don't star. I don't. Five, five star I don't. reviews. I like the five star reviews. They better. look fake. Come on. Everyone's like, oh, everything's five stars these days. No, four stars. No, that's where we, we're at. We asked the people who love the show. I mean, oh. obviously they're good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sitting here and not really enjoying the show, find something else. Six do, okay? stars. Yeah, star inflation. It's a problem, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, Jason, who wrote the four-star review, Jason V23, said that he would add a fifth star if Moltz and I can get Armstrong to do three more episodes of turning his car around. <laughs> so we might be viable. That's on okay. you, motherfuckers. Yeah. We could probably squeeze three more episodes out of him. Somehow. The question yeah. is, can Somehow, you... Right? Hold on. All right, all right. Can you have... <laughs> Sorry, can you finish that show before I eventually have a kid someday and I can be on the show? That's the question. <laughs> That's right. Do you have any announcements you like I to make? I have no announcements to yeah, make really, at this yeah. time. But do we need to get your mom on the line? All I'm saying is it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would do I think that would be fun, actually. I think that'd be super fun. I mean, mm. you know, then we could. That's just this show now, right? <laughs> the crossover event of the century. We we could just be giving uh, Dan advice. Be, <laughs> oh no, never fabulous. mind. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but as we uh, as we record, it's day two of uh, Prime Day. <laughs> It'll be over. It'll be over by the time we're all ends. in the deal yeah. trenches together. We we hope. We hope. Did you? Deal trenches with Amazon. That's what I like to call it. I am ashamed. I am ashamed to say I bought a number of things. I think oh, John bought more than I did. That's the role I played Let's last year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. John, talk to us. As I think I mentioned before, I do have speedy internet, but it, for some reason it doesn't reach Karen's well, desk, which is which is a bit of a problem. So I bought a Wi-Fi extender. Mm. The wire cutter recommended Wi-Fi extender? Which I am sure will not work. I'm looking forward to returning that. This The reviews for all of them are very spotty, So, which you know, I'm sure the coverage will also be spotty. <laughs> wow. we'll, see. we'll see. I mean, it, I, I, I don't have high hopes that this is going to... This is going to work, but uh, I'm going to give it a try and see what They're happens. better than they used to be, is what I've heard. Like, they used to be real okay. shit. Like, all the extenders didn't work very well because they would yeah. essentially have your internet speed. But I under, as I understand it, they've gotten better. The other option to look into, just if that doesn't work, is Powerline, which people, again, something that used to be really crappy, but is actually pretty good now from what I hear. Is that the thing that goes through the, the home electricity? Yeah, That's yeah, you plug it, it in. Yeah, so... Yeah. That okay. might be an option. That for or that I will definitely consider. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, you know, I could run Ethernet, but uh, I think I, I would have to. I yeah. would end up ripping every single wall out in between the router and her. I yeah. It was. Couch. I had a moment where I was considering the who the previous owners of our new house had run cable to like every room, and I did discover later that you can run Ethernet over cable over coax. Which surprised mm-hmm. me, and I, but I had had them mm-hmm. rip out part of the coax one because I ran the Ethernet through like where the coax had been into my office. I was like, well, it's still it's only really Ethernet, so you know, 
I don't need co- I don't need Ethernet in every single room. It's not that big a house, but I want it for my Look office. <laughs> it's not that big a house. It's like half a Friedman wing is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying because you said you don't need Ethernet in every single room. <laughs> well, not every single room, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So there. That was that was that was my first purchase, and then and then I noticed that those Eufy cameras that you hated um, were on sale. <laughs> John, John, <laughs> and Karen. John Karen has Josephus been on me to get some Moltz. security. Karen has been on me to get security cameras. Um, uh, so I so I bought those Eufy cameras that you hate. Oh my uh, we'll god! See how, we'll see if I have any better luck than than you did. Yeah, let me let me know. Maybe I got a bum and set. <laughs> finally, from Amazon. Well, oh, I bought a I bought a like a couple of uh, smart plugs. Sure, which Just kind? To see with all the hubbub. Um, so the cheap, like really cheap ones. I forget what they're called. <laughs> I didn't get good ones. I thought, eh, I'll, get, I'll get a couple crappy ones and try them. That's that's a winning solution right there. <laughs> that's the spirit. I hear this category is great. Let me buy the cheap ass one. <laughs> that's my go-to plan. The, but the but the thing that I'm really excited about is the um is the Kobo. <laughs> I bought the I bought Lex the, wants uh, to hear about uh, this. Dan's recommendation. The the Kobo. Which one did I get? The Libra, the, right? No, no, you bought the cheap. You bought the paper white. Do you bought the paper white competitor or the Libra? No, not the Libra. I yeah. got the paper white competitor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this thing, this receipt doesn't say. <laughs> the Kobo. I'll find it. Now, there it is. What's your uh, What's your motivation on that one? Cl- Kobo Clara HD. So my motivation for that is I have mostly been reading on my iPad, which is the 11 inch Pro, which is like almost two years old now, which has been basically fine. It's a little heavy, even with just the cover, the regular cover on it. But mm-hmm. when I got the smart keyboard, or no, the what? Not the smart keyboard. The um, magic. What's it called? The magic, magic keyboard. Yeah, I l- absolutely love the magic keyboard, and I Watch keep it there. on the device all the time. And reading with the magic keyboard on, it's like I'm reading on a laptop, tilted on its side. This so because like I, I've just... been thinking about it since since I started you know using the keyboard a lot, and I thought you know at first I was thinking, well, I'll get a, I'll get. A an ipad mini and then i was like that's stupid all you wanted for is reading uh and then dan dan talked about the the kobo so um and i read jason's uh thing about it on yeah. six colors and thought well i'll give that a try i i totally get what you're saying Moltz, about reading with the magic keyboard the thing that i love about the magic, magic keyboard so much more than i liked about my old ipad keyboard which was the logitech logi is how easy it is to plop it off so if i do want to use the ipad case free like i you can take it off one-handed and like it's so easy to put back on but i don't love reading on the ipad and that's not exactly true in fact i love reading on the ipad i'm just not good at it because everything else is there and i'm very easily distracted if a notification comes in or whatever else so i do i would probably estimate 99 percent of my reading on a kindle uh i'm really really bad at reading real books um like i just because i can't get through them because the kindle i feel like i can just have anywhere at any time and i i don't mind reading a page or two but like a book it's a whole process to me but yeah, I'm not an iPad reader. But so yeah. I'm, uh, I, I know that you guys love your. I mean, that Dan and Jason have written about the the Kobo experience. What What are your favorite well, advantages? I, I will say I have not. I have only recently. So the Kobo for me was a pre Prime Day purchase because it was the something. Heck you that, say? Yeah, it was on sale a few days before Prime Day. Wait, does Amazon sell the Kobo? <laughs> they do not. It was a uh, Walmart. Okay. It was okay, Walmart was selling. They it. actually, they actually, there is a there is a store. Somebody on somebody sells the Kobo on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Um, 
It's not it's not Amazon themselves, obviously, but um, so I will does. say I have not yet gotten a chance to actually read something on it because I was in the middle of reading books on my Kindle when I bought it, so I wasn't gonna like immediately switch over. And the funniest part of it is I now have like on my nightstand where I usually have like a book or two. I've got the Kindle and then the Kobo, and I feel like. I'm really living the John Luke Picard multiple pad lifestyle over there, <laughs> where I just pick up various like devices. I always, I always liked it when they were researching something and they had pads stacked up. It's like thirty of them. Yeah, <laughs> like, like why do you have all those pads? You could just have it all in one. One document fits on each device. <laughs> and I will say, I, I have a Kindle Paperwhite, and I have had it for years, and I really enjoy it because I don't like reading on the iPad just because of the the way the backlighting and the screen works. Um, yeah, I find it too much. It just not comfortable so i prefer the kindle the e-ink screen for reading like because i usually read before going to bed oh god here it comes uh, you're breaking you up. guys once dan knows he'll be swearing well <laughs> it is also thunderstorming literally right overhead right now which could contribute to this okay we, oh, we're yeah. hearing well, about the thunder. uh but yeah. so you were saying you you love the paperweight you've had a good experience there and enjoy that and so yeah. why did you why did you why did you get the one that you got because the because the, 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 the difference i guess is the screen size is it so it's an inch bigger and it's waterproof and it has physical buttons which i'm not sure if the the one you bought does or not i don't no, know it does not it does not appear to have physical buttons okay yeah so the libra has it so you basically can't turn, you can't turn the pages i guess yeah yeah that's right you're stuck on one page that's why they needed so many devices john and then in you the gotta future. go back to your computer and upload the second page that does explain that yeah a higher resolution screen i believe is part of it as well okay Okay. And yeah, so it's like it's a handful of things. It's basically like the Kindle Oasis. Enjoy the thunder in the background, yeah. um, which yeah, is nice. like the high end Amazon Kindle, but it's a little bit, it's like a right. hundred bucks cheaper than that. And so yeah. I was like, all right, well, that seems nice. I, I like the idea of it. And I like something that's not tied to the Amazon ecosystem so I can have options for where I read my books. Mm-hmm. And it has really mm-hmm. good um, mm-hmm. integration with um, Overdrive, the system for borrowing from the library. Because it's got right. like a native yeah. client for it, essentially. Yeah, I have a feeling I might end up buying another one of these for Karen because she uses OverDrive extensively. So actually, I think she she pretty much only uses OverDrive. Ah, uh, right. I remember. So she that's reads, what, she uh, reads a lot of books. The the part that Jason made most compelling was talking about how great the integration is with um, checking out library books. Right. What's funny is after Jason wrote it, he talked about how you know with Libby, it's a multiple step process to send library books to your Kindle. I wrote to him like, I don't think that's the case. Like we do it all the time. And it's like, that's funny. Dan said the same thing. I did go check it. You're both I, wrong. And I checked it and he was right. We're yep. both wrong. It's, <laughs> it's the, thing, the thing was, it's so much better than it <laughs> used to be on the Kindle where it was like a, it was a real pain in the ass for a long time. If you wanted to get stuff, if you could even yeah. get it onto the Kindle, it's way better than that, but it's still not as good apparently as the Kobo integration. So wow. you bought a Kobo. What else did you buy, John? Mm-hmm. Well, that was, so I, 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 that, that, I, I told you. I mean, I think that was a. I thought that was a fair amount of no, things. But have we exhausted the list? Okay, okay. I think that That's was a fair amount of things, considering I, I, I try not to buy anything on Prime Day. But I was like, I, ah, yeah. Anyway, I just needed to. I, I, I needed to pull the trigger on the on the cameras because Karen has been bugging me to get the cameras, and I was, and I, and I fascinated yeah. to hear how this works for John. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am too. <laughs> Uh, if you want to buy a couple a couple of euros and see how your network connection is too, that would really help me out. No. <laughs> I've talked about before on the show, I believe I use Blink cameras, 
And I think, I don't know if we talked about this podcast. Have I talked about the cats on this podcast or no? We talked about in the bonus episode last yes. week, I believe. Got it. So we, we've, uh, some kittens or a, a, a mother cat moved herself and her kittens under our shed. And I set up some cameras on them, some of these blink cameras. And then the, the mother cat moved the kittens. Because you don't care about their privacy. Right. Well, because we were going to work on uh, capturing, neutering, and releasing the mom, who is way past domesticatable, tameable, whatever. And then we were going to foster the kittens and then potentially rehome one or two of them and keep the other one. But then mom moved the kittens. And so it's been very sad and depressing here. Oh, no. Uh, because before we could too bad. capture them, the, the, she moved them away. And they were clearly somewhere because we kept the camera set up. We kept putting food out and mom would come back each night, but without the kittens. Literally she listened today, to the episode. That's what happened. Literally today as we're recording. She brought the kittens back, so it's oh. it's on again. What? So we're gonna see what happens. What? But I I don't love the blink cameras because they have their own annoyances, but they also work really well. <laughs> like they they have great night vision. They click on like when they work, they work beautifully. It's really easy to share the videos and stuff. But I'm I'm very curious on your Ufi experience. I don't mind being a multi camera yeah. household because right now we got the ring doorbell and the the blink cameras, and so yeah, I'm 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 eager to hear if your experience is better than Dan's. Because yeah, then we'll know same. once and for all where the fault yeah. really lies. It's fine. Well, it's some fine. people seem to really like them. I mean, you know, yeah, so I, think I it's said the be... same thing, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know, then I, I, entered, I entered camera hell and it really went bad from there. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We can't keep the listeners waiting. What the hell did Dan buy? I did buy one additional Tell us right thing. now, Dan. Don't let <laughs> anything I, interrupt you. Okay. I'm trying. Dan, Jesus. Dan, Such as tell Lex, us for what example. you bought. I d- <laughs> Don't wait. <laughs> no further ado. I'm ready to take the thumb screws out. <laughs> Is he? I bought a, I, was, I think this was also slightly before Prime Day, um, but it was on it was on Amazon. Jeez. They do the pre-Prime Day deals. You finally the spirit of the holiday. Is We're saying. never going to find out what he bought. I bought a weather station. It's raining, Ooh. by the way. Ah, <laughs> cool. I have not installed it yet. It's the Netatmo uh, weather station. And um, it was on sale, which, and I had been eyeing one since we bought the house, basically. Don't, don't go out and install it right now. <laughs> yeah, let me just hold this up <laughs> as high as possible. I need to figure out where to put it is the thing, because you can't put it in, like, direct. You don't want to put it in, like, direct sunlight. It's supposed to be in the shade or something. I don't know. So I bought that, and I'm excited to install that, because I just I love the weather so damn much. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have never have anything to talk about. <laughs> Now, is this a weather station where it sends the stuff to your phone, or yes. is it its own screen? Got no, it's uh, it's got an app on the phone. It is uh, netatmo.com, and essentially they make a bunch Damn, of different stuff. this shit's not stuff. cheap, Dan. Holy crap, you like the weather. Well, it was like 100 and, it was 100 bucks and change when I bought it, I think. Got it. As I look at it now, it's 159 but Yeah, I think it was I'm on sale. I think I bought it for 120 or something, which was, low, you know, when the wire cutter puts up like, this is a good deal on this product that's usually not this low. I was like, all right, great. Now I'm going to buy it. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to set that up. It comes with like a module for inside the house too, where it can measure like air quality and CO2 and stuff. And it has an outdoor one that can do temperature and humidity and pressure and all that. And you can add on modular stuff that measure like rainfall and wind speed and stuff too. So I want to get an opinion. Lightning. <laughs> I, do you guys I believe can tell you when that happens. In the, the default product <laughs> screenshot. I've I've texted you both. Do you believe they've picked that temperature in the screenshot intentionally? <laughs> they picked That's a particularly nice. nice temperature. Nice, very nice. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. So okay, so you I bought hope a, so. I hope somebody did that on purpose. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to live in that world. That's, you, you bought a Netatmo weather station. What else did you get, Dan? I think that. Oh, I did buy something else. Although <laughs> I'm really on board with this. The problem with not the problem. The opportunity of Prime Day is that <laughs> oh. it has become. 
such a widespread event, right? It's not limited to Amazon. A bunch of the other yeah. com- competitors run their own deals. So uh, the other thing that I bought was a board game that my wife had really enjoyed that we played at my friend Tony Sindelar's house. And we're going on a, um, a vacation for a week with a bunch of her friends. She's like, oh, yeah, I really want this game. I happen to see it was on sale today. So I purchased that today. And it's a game called Wingspan, uh, which is a very cool uh, board game about birds. But it's beautifully designed, really lovely, and uh, very cool. So I picked that up. It was on is at Target for, I think, like 20 bucks off what it usually costs or so, which is, It again, is interesting to think about a company being so big that because they announce a big sale, right. other companies say, well, we're having our yeah. sale then, too. And Target and Walmart all do it. <laughs> Screw you. I narrowly avoided Target had a thing where it's like, this was in the toys section, technically, because it was a board game. And they're like, if you spend 100 bucks in the toys section, you can get 25 bucks off. And I'm like, let me look at Lego sets. <laughs> I did not buy a Lego set. I really wanted mm. to, but I held off and I I feel a little bad, but I just don't have the room for I'm not buying anything else before I move. <laughs> that's that's the that's where this, that's where we're at. Yeah. And if you do buy anything, ship it to the new place. I'm just I, uh, yeah, exactly. We gotta start putting stuff in there. Playmo have you seen the you've seen the Playmobil Enterprise, right? I did. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I want that so badly, but that's five hundred bucks. It's ridiculous. That's expensive. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't just I it's can't justify that, but job. I wish I could. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking to see if any large TVs went on sale because I have a TV that I didn't buy that many years ago. I think I bought it on a Prime Day even potentially, but it's a Samsung TV and it sometimes just literally the TV restarts. Like you're just watching and sometimes it turns off and turns itself back on. I don't know why. And is I it Dan's internet? To do anything to fix it. <laughs> Say again. <laughs> I heard it. Is it That's ironically, internet? I heard it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I was like, man, if there's a, if there's a good deal, then maybe I'll replace it. But there wasn't. So I did not. But I only bought one thing this Prime Day season. I just, I Man, just didn't need anything. I will say I almost bought. I came very close this afternoon as I was skimming through the deals. There was $100 for an Apple TV 4K. <laughs> but it was the older one. And I was like, yeah, yeah if yeah, I'm going to buy one, no. I'm going to buy the new TVs. one. Get yeah. the new one. Well, I got to get the, the new The, the big capacity anyway. one, obviously. Right. Exactly. So actually, up until just before we started recording, I'd only bought one thing. Oh, no. Was, what did you buy no, during it, the recording, Lex? Mm-hmm. Every there year on Prime Day, I refill my um, Gillette razor blades <laughs> supply. So I bought <laughs> some new Gillette razor blades to buy. Fantastic. And then just as we started recording, I had gone to Amazon to check what I had bought for Prime Day. And it was just that. And they were like, hey, you might be interested in this nicer Keurig than the one that you have. And I was like, you're right. I am interested in that. And it, I bought it. It's on sale. It's It's cheaper than the one that I already have, which can make fewer and smaller quantities of coffee and my wife is going to be super pissed that i bought this one so it'll be very exciting so <laughs> stay tuned for lex's divorce Ooh, <laughs> that's 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 in the bonus <laughs> episode let's be clear a, people new, have, a new podcast people have to pay for that alimony you've saved so much money this prime day it's time to find something else to spend on and this episode of the rebound is brought to you by literati If you've always said you wanted to read more, this summer is yours for the taking. Empower your inner reader with Literati Book Clubs, where you can read alongside the world's most inspiring authors and leaders. You can join Malala, Stephen Curry, Richard Branson, and more on their next adventure. Literati delivers their monthly book picks straight to your door, so you can spend less time finding a good book and more time actually reading one. Whether you're enjoying beach reads with Ellen Hildebrand, 
or exploring the mythic realms with Joseph Campbell scholars. You'll find their brilliant insights on the Literati app. They also host exclusive interviews with the authors themselves where you can ask your biggest questions and get the insider answers you won't find in any other book club. When you subscribe to a Literati book club, you can also be helping support children's literacy efforts. Since 2019, they have donated over 250,000 books to underfunded schools, women and children's care centers, and nonprofits. Has anybody on this very podcast experienced directly, firsthand, the true literati experience? Anyone? Anyone at all? Well, it's funny that you'd ask, Lex, because I have. I signed up for Susan Orlean's book club, which has already Ooh. sent me a couple of very interesting books. And I just got an email the other day that my next book is on the way. It's an embarrassment of riches, frankly, Lex. Just Lex. Not only do you get <laughs> the books, but they also <laughs> have a bunch of different stuff where they have events and stuff where you can go online and discuss the books with the people, including those people who are running the book clubs, as well as everybody else who signed up, which is really nice. They also include, uh, I believe each copy includes a note from the person whose club you're in. So for example, in my, this book I just got, there's a note from Susan Orlean talking a little bit about the book that you're about to read, which is nice to add some context and some commentary. So, you know, if you've ever felt like I want to join a book club, but you just don't have people around that are interested in the same kind of books you're interested in, maybe this is for you. Redeem your free trial at literati.com slash the rebound and reimagine what a book club can be. So head to literati.com slash the rebound to learn more and read more with Literati. That URL one more time, literati.com slash the rebound. Our thanks to Literati for their support of the rebound. And might I add, that old reviewer who said that uh, the ad reader does a lot of mumbling talk, I think this ad read was crystal clear. So just put that out there. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> I have no idea. How old do you, how old do you think that, re- that reviewer was? <laughs> I mean, they listened Not to the ads. To I guess me. we had that going for us. Yeah. Mumble this. I <laughs> So, uh, any other uh, <laughs> any other tech news happening? I noticed surprisingly enough. You, I, well, should we go to Peloton Corner, or are we going to wait for that? Let's. I, <laughs> well, we can. Uh, we can go to Peloton Corner. Do you want to do that? <laughs> Am I being cast in the role of Peloton defender in this conversation? Yes. Well, what do you think? Yeah. Who, who else is going to do it? <laughs> well, I do not defend this decision. But uh, was it you who shared a mulse? No, somebody else. One of our listeners. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Holger or Holger. Either way, Holger posted in the Rebound Slack, uh, which Dan Warren is happy to invite you to, that uh, somebody, uh, oh, it was Brianna Wu who had this experience, was posting on Twitter about how she wanted to keep, or it wasn't actually her, it's a screenshot from somebody else, but they wanted to keep their treadmill from Peloton, their Tread Plus recalled treadmill, but not keep an active Peloton membership and use the Just Run feature on the treadmill, uh, where you're not in a class, you're just running. And it no longer works on the treadmill unless you pay the whatever it is, like $40 monthly subscription fee. That's shitty. (laughs) Peloton's uh, claim is that it's related to the, you know, the need to make sure that the tread is safe and that nobody can use it unauthorized. And that's obviously bullshit. I have to imagine this is a decision that will, a decision that will get reversed because they absolutely do not say that you must have the subscription when at least they didn't use they had to have the subscription to use, be able to use treadmill so it's dumb and i imagine they will change it but that's that's a dumb call and i do not defend peloton on it you should be able to <gasps> use your treadmill as a treadmill even if you don't pay for classes i wow I, it's amazing that we all found something there that we go. agree on you heard it here first and privacy is overrated <laughs> <laughs> um and then the other the other news well there's and there's more there's more news though Hit there's me. more Tell peloton me. news as Peloton moves to compete with Apple Watch, details emerge for its upcoming heart rate armband. 
An dun, armband dun, dun, is not at all a thing that competes with the Apple Watch, just to be clear. Mm, probably not much, but but I assume that you'll be wearing both from now on, Lex? <laughs> I uh, I put on a, a heartband that I bought off Amazon for cheap. I put one on when I use the bike and when I use the treadmill. And I think I've talked about it on the show, but its battery lasted. The first time I used it, the battery lasted for like six months before I had to charge that thing again. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, the Peloton already sells one that you strap to your chest. So this will be one I guess that you can wear on your wrist. And that's the kind that I use or on your arm, really. I, don't know. I, I won't need Peloton's branded one. I also don't buy a lot of Peloton branded clothing because they charge too much for it. Mm. Fair. <laughs> Peloton is the apple of clothing. Hmm. I want to say it was interesting that we have not seen an update to the uh, any of Apple's betas this week so far. Which So it's two weeks after WWDC. Oftentimes you'd see like a beta two drop or something like that, but it does not seem as though that happened this week. Uh, I was testing out some of the beta features. Uh, I guess we can go to, can we go to beta corner? Is that opposite Peloton corner? How does that work? I don't know. I just, just, my only request is that we skip the Peloton corner theme song. I'm hoping Moltz can do the beta corner theme song. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he can't. (laughs) See, now I'm beta, 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 beta corner. There you go. Mm, Wow. So we'll start this off with the, the question number one. Have you installed any betas? No. no. I thought no. beta. Okay. Oh, you, thought, you thought beta, you thought beta of it? Yeah. That, yeah. See? Yeah, I see. Group high five, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we really nailed that, that one down. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, you're running some betas, aren't you? I'm running one. Uh, I put it on my iPad, and I've been testing out <laughs> stuff iOS that. one? That seems very early. So how's it been on your iPad, Dan? It's been okay. Uh, the day-to-day stuff how's is fine. How's the multitasking? <laughs> <laughs> Better. It, the day-to-day stuff is fine. There are uh, some bugs with some of the new features. Like today, I tried out the uh, uh, group FaceTime with Jason Snell and uh, Stephen Hackett and I Mike Hurley. And it, um, it, it wasn't great. <laughs> it had <laughs> some issues. And a lot of the functionality that they talked about is does not seem to be there yet. Like uh, I had a button where you could press and it then had like share with screen, but the share with screen option was grayed out. So I could not figure out how to do that. I tried opening an, uh, an episode of an Apple TV show and it would not let me share it anyway. So I don't think share place stuff is implemented at all. I think the sort of the biggest things are the widgets on the desktop. So I've reset up my home screen with some widgets on it, which is nice. I have to say, I've definitely like I've gotten rid of my second page full of folders, uh, and now just have like a few apps and some uh, widgets on the home screen, and that's I prefer that. It's pretty good. And then uh, Safari 15, which is definitely weird. <laughs> mm. I uh, the tab thing is it feels like it's not yeah. fully baked yet, and it's not. <laughs> you know, I noticed the other day that that that's the same thing that Firefox does. Firefox has buttons as well. Really? And I don't think I ever really noticed it. (laughs) I haven't used Firefox in years. Yeah. Would you say it's been a while? (laughs) No, I would say that's recently. Maybe maybe Mm. within the last year or two. That's not that long ago. I, uh, I, my only experience with any of the beta stuff so far is that Jason Snell continues to FaceTime me (laughs) to experiment with new FaceTime features on his side, not on mine, but I got to see his even if, even though I don't have any of the betas, I could see his um, blurred background. Portrait mode? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think my iPad will do oh. that because I think it's too old. It needs, I think, one of the ones with the neural engine in the A-series, whatever chip, 12, maybe. He was doing this from his, uh, his iMac, and it looked great. It's fascinating to me, though, that Apple is requiring specific hardware for it since so many apps already do it. 
and I would actually say that uh, Google Meets do it really well. You have to be running a Chromium browser for that to show up, and I do it in the Brave browser. But that blur is, that's my, I don't use blurring background features in every video conferencing app, but when I do, <laughs> it's in Google Meets. <laughs> well, it's the same way that I find that Zoom's virtual backgrounds are better than almost any of the competitors. And, and their blur green, is shitty. I, I don't use its blur, but its green screen stuff is way better than Skype's is shit. Yeah. And almost all the other ones I've used that have any sort of chroma key green screen feature, they don't, they are way too, they're not forgiving enough on the lighting. Like, so if your green is slightly different, like shades because of where your lights are, it doesn't like it and it gets patchy and weird. So whatever zoom is doing works really well. So I'm now, I now turn on my video to scare my co-host. Oh no. Zoom's blur is too blurry and it just, it, where are it, you? It can't What's keep happening? up with, I can't see. Oh, there we go. It can't keep ah. up with where he moves. Up. It's just, it's too, right. it's too much. It doesn't work for me. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's it Dan. It's like you're, Oh. oh yeah, where yeah, am Dan's I? blurred. Plus, also, the, I think a lot of I'm not a, doing this. a lot of video stuff has problems <laughs> with the headphones. If you're wearing a headphones with a band, right, it can't figure out that spot between your headphones and your head. Yeah. Is like, oh, well, that's clear. I can see through there. That must oh, be, yeah, right. I don't know, part of your head, I guess. <laughs> so what I did for a long time in Zoom was I took a photo of my office and blurred it. <laughs> And so this is this is that. That's I've now switched. That's pretty good. It actually looks better. It. Yeah, that's it actually better. better. Yeah, for sure. Now you can <laughs> that's see great. It's, that, it's yeah, now, now you're now you're in, off. You're in Windows XP. Nice. <laughs> it's Dan who is switching between I have the, so many good virtual backgrounds. It's fine. <laughs> funny backgrounds. I have a lot of good. There are backgrounds. some levels I won't stoop to, and that's Lex. That is annoying. That say. one's annoying because that is not that is not the Millennium Falcon. That's the Taskmaster House. That's right. Put it in the show notes, Moltz. We'll put it in the show notes. If you want to get the Taskmaster background, <laughs> no, I will background, not. I will not. Is that supposed to not be? The, is, that, is that a different ship? That was not the Millennium Falcon. It was the Millennium Falcon. 100%. No, it's not. That is. What? Okay. The back is. The doorway through that is. I don't think the stuff around the edges is at all. It is. 100%. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to nerd right, fight you guys. I literally okay. downloaded it from StarWars.com if you want to argue with anybody. Argue with all right. All right. Fine. I guess it is. Then. Dear George. <laughs> Millennium. <laughs> oh God! Cock it. <laughs> Thanks for breaking the word right there. <laughs> Just type the whole thing in, or you're gonna get some bad search results. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. It doesn't look right for some reason. It's but, not a great picture. We can all agree on that. But no. it is it in is, the yeah. real one. You won't see a Dan Morin. That's part of it. No, that's sad. Yeah, I, I want to think about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been in the Millennium Falcon in more real ways than Dan has. Someday I you'll get to Galaxy's Edge, Dan. Yeah, Dan, you should go to Galaxy's Edge. It's I, fun hate, there. I hate you all. <laughs> They've got the uh, that Darth Maul guy. He's there. It's pretty good. Oh, the mall? I love going to the mall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going to the mall. Mm-hmm. There's stormtroopers. I've, I've done the whole experience, Dan. If you want to see my photos, just let me know. If you want any spoilers, I'm happy to provide. <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> What else is going on, you guys? Speaking of Brave, Brave is um, doing a public beta for their cert, their own search engine. I saw that. That's oh. kind of interesting. You know, obviously it's more privacy oriented. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it what it offers vis a vis DuckDuckGo. I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't. For now, I am. I will stick with DuckDuckGo. I'm still but, doing the Google thing. I use DuckDuckGo more as a second browser or as a second search engine right now, but I haven't. I don't know. I still don't use it full time. It worked really well to pull up images of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is the primary thing I do with my search engine. So I guess mm-hmm. that that it makes probably sense. yeah. I would not be I would not be a bit surprised if that actually was. 
Mm, mm. Yeah, well, there you go. I'm I'm nothing if not on brand. <laughs> I do think that, you know, more companies getting into search is a good thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. At times I have thought, you know, why doesn't Apple do search? But then I use Apple's products and then I know why they don't get into, <laughs> into search. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a slam on Apple search capabilities in their apps. That's what that was. Wow. Right? Not amazing. It's mainly right. mail, though. I feel like some of the other ones are okay, but mail seems to have a lot of trouble. Yeah. I'm never blown away by Spotlight either, quite honestly. <laughs> I, I mainly... It's fine, but it's not better than fine. I feel like I mainly only use it to launch apps. Right. That's what I use. Like nine that's, times out of ten. It's fine at that, yeah. but like it's dumb that I don't really trust it to search for files or search my documents. Like That's dumb. That's what it should be able to do, and it's really not good at that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel like I don't end up doing that very much. I think a lot of times I just, I, I've gotten to the point where I actually have a filing system. <laughs> and so I usually know where the stuff I want to put is. Or it's like stuff that lives in apps, right? Like I'm searching in photos or something like that. Right. But that's mm-hmm. like, to me, that is the one big perk of the Google Drive ecosystem is I don't have to organize any of it. The same way I don't really organize my email very much because I can just search for it and instantly get exactly the thing I want. That's true. Although I do find, I hate the fact that my Google Drive always feels like it's full of shit. It always feels cluttered and like there's like six <laughs> million folders. Stuff, Dan. <laughs> First of all, my stuff is amazing. Second of all. <laughs> no argument. I, I just, I'd always, I think maybe it's just that slight like compulsive tendency issue where it's just like, oh, I need to organize this, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, I understand that. I get that instinct. I do that to my office itself. Oh, Not my yeah. virtual one, but my actual one. Sure. Yeah, I've been there. You have, literally. It, I've been his actual office. office. Yeah, that's true. It's 100% yeah. true. Anything else uh, going on? It seems seems. Nope, I think quiet. that's it. It seems quiet. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's covered kind of, all yeah, it's, There's not a lot of like big news right now. Everyone's just quietly buying things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Capitalism still works. <laughs> that's right. what Prime Day is all about. <laughs> the, yeah, the... the <laughs> Are, are either of you Jetpack Joyride players? I saw that that just got added to Arcade. I don't have an Arcade yeah. subscription right now. Oh, this yeah. guy. I'm a little sad look about it. from this guy. I'm a little <laughs> sad about it <laughs> right, not look at this guy. right at this moment, mainly because I heard Frenzic came out, and I was like, kind of wanted to play Frenzic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's talk about yep, Frenzic. I've been playing I can't. Frenzic I haven't well. played it. <laughs> Frenzic, you know, made by some friends of the show. I think Frenzic of the show. <laughs> no let's not say that it's a little too extra i want a, a, a toggle i can switch is like just be old frenzic because it's it's more than you want a frenzic. classic frenzic experience but what's your take bolts are you enjoying it For, so, somehow i never played i never played old frenzic oh i like i don't know how i missed it i feel it. like that would be better uh, yeah well I didn't, there's maybe, a little bit too I, much i have enjoyed right i have enjoyed new frenzic just fine okay so. well before we wrap we do have some some feedback from listeners <laughs> to share <laughs> Are we are we are we gonna scat after we wrap? Yeah, and then we're gonna jam. Donald John wants to know when we're doing our uh, live jock, Jackbox games shenanigans that we're talking <laughs> on the Rebound Prime page. That we yeah that we promised that we never did. I've tried to organize it, but it's it's I blame the other two. Whenever they want to, I'm ready. He also wants to know Moltz if you'll consider making your shirts available via Spreadshirt because it's hard to order from Cotton Bureau from Scotland. Oh, so, well, maybe. I'll look into it. I got a question Um, before before we talk about the jackbox. They dismiss the jackbox thing. I do want to ask: Did I think John? Did either of you end up buying the Mario Golf game? Oh, I know. I forgot. I intend to, but I haven't ordered it yet. Okay, just saying. It comes out on Friday. Maybe there's something we can do with that. Did you say you Nintend to? (laughs) I did. Now (laughs) that would have been good. (laughs) Ifix.cz 
says, I went to check your first episode so I can oh, brag no. about it in your Apple podcast review to find out oh it's literally been a while and I listen to it now. Do you sometimes re-listen to your favorite podcasts? No. Uh, without checking, can you list five topics you discussed in that September 2014 episode? Oh, hold on. I can do it. I can do it. Ooh. I think I can do it. Apple uh, Watch. Apple Watch, right? You too. You too. That was oh, definitely yeah, one because right. that was yeah, the event. I think that's right. I'm guessing Macworld yeah. layoffs. That, a day, <laughs> yep, a day probably always, a thing. Always remember. Probably a thing. Uh, Macworld layoffs. Uh, I f- oh, that was an iPhone event, I think, right? So it would, probably would have been the new iPhone, which was the, what was that, 2014? So that was seven years ago. So that would be, I, what, the seven, right. maybe? I gave up, so I looked it up. I now know the answers. <laughs> I can't remember the last <laughs> thing, but let's say, ooh, I'm going to just take a shot in the dark. Uh, Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> the other topics, we talked about iPhone thinness versus battery life, and we talked about iOS 8 keyboards, which were a thing at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh was, wow, yeah. That was God, dumb. I remember that? I remember caring about that? <laughs> yep. Other questions. Uh, would you consider a special live video episode for something like the 10-year anniversary or 500th episode? I watched a fake Doctor's Real Friends special, and it was a blast. Yeah, we'd consider we it. we consider it. Sure. John Downing, who had previously let us know that he was leaving Rebound Prime, <laughs> wrote to say, as part of my birthday gift this month, I'm keeping my Rebound subscription Yay! for another year. <laughs> throws Trust confetti. Me, throws confetti. Birthday. My spouse really questioned why I like this podcast so much. Doesn't matter, I said. I just want to listen to bootleg and extra content again. In short, I'm back. Your spouse does not need to write a review. Question time. The family Mac Mini is a 2012 quad-core model. I understand hard drives can fail, and I have multiple backups and an external drive connected for that eventuality. Are there any other internal parts that I that are most common to break on a Mac desktop coming up on 10 years old? Should I ask John Syracuse and maybe <laughs> face? But Dan, I feel like there's no better expert on what can go oh, wrong. Thank you. Anything and everything is what I would say. Let us direct you to a different podcast. (laughs) Or just older episodes of this podcast, hearkening back to our previous question. Uh, The hard drive is the most likely thing to go, I think. Beyond that, you're looking at something either like basically something on the logic board. And at that point is it's just replace the entire logic board. There's not a lot of moving parts otherwise, right? So like... There's not a lot of stuff that's really getting wear and tear on There's it. There's a fan in there someplace, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like fans. Yeah. They could go. Those are easy, easy and cheap to replace, has generally. Fans? I, I mean, there's three right here. Okay. <laughs> no? That was... No. no? Okay. <laughs> no, I, really, I thought that the Mac Mini didn't, though. Am I wrong? Uh, oh. He said 2012, though, right? Oh, I see. Yeah, used to definitely. Right definitely. Yeah. We have one right. more uh, right. listener email that I'd like to share with you. It's a little bit on the longer side. It is written as being from friend of the show and favorite listener, TJ Luoma. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and the question is this. Have any of you ever been allergy tested? Last episode's bonus talk about mm. animals and allergies reminded me of when I went to get allergy tests done back in like 2005. The test is done by putting five columns of mm-hmm. 10 potential allergens on your back, and then mm-hmm. you wait 15 mm-hmm. minutes to see what you react to and how badly. Oh, and you cannot scratch your back during this time, obviously. To give you an idea of my reactions, <laughs> literally everyone who worked in the department came in. First, a nurse came in and gasped before asking me if I was okay. <laughs> then others came in. Some feigned concern. We could tell it was a look at this guy moment. After about 10 minutes, the doctor came in and spoke with something between awe and laughter. Oh, they told me I needed to come see, and wow, they were not kidding. I bet I could sell you a wire brush for $1,000 right now. <laughs> Oh also, God. realize this was pre-iPhone, so for 15 minutes of itchy torture, I have literally nothing to distract me while I'm face down on this hospital exam table. Oh. At the end of the test, they said that I was allergic to something like 37 out of 50 of the things they tested, and 32 of the reactions were classified as most severe. 
I ended up getting allergy shots wow. for about five years, and it made a huge difference. They gradually built up the dosage. In fact, the doctor told me that if they gave me the final dosage at my first visit, I would basically die immediately, <laughs> which I didn't really feel like I needed to know. But didn't stop him. <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend getting tested. Your experience almost certainly won't be as bad as mine was. And you'll have an iPhone to keep you company. And then you could get a cat. Not the Dan's wife kind, the four-legged with the tail kind. Medical technology. So thank you, TJ. I have done the allergy testing. <laughs> I have ahead. a comment here, too, which is that that story sounds suspiciously like a story that I heard once. And I'm trying to remember who told it to me. Somebody tested positive for like was almost everything. It was not TJ. And it was, it turned out they were allergic to like the plastic that the things were made of. And I was <laughs> oh like, my God. yeah, I can see that. Cause 37 out of 50, that is a lot. Yeah, I have also been lot, allergy yeah. tested. Although I think I was young enough. They did it on my forearms, not on my back when that, when I did it years ago, but it's the same thing where they put like two trays worth. Yep. I was allergic to a bunch of stuff. I don't remember. Most of it was like tree pollen, which I know I'm allergic to. And I think dust, which like a ton of people are allergic to, but not any animal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talked last time on the bonus episode, so sorry, free listeners. Now you get to hear it. <laughs> but, you know, I had for my whole life been allergic to cats where I could tell if a cat walked into the room at a friend's house, like my eyes would suddenly go to overdrive. But when I went to get allergy tested back when I was having random food reactions a couple of years back and they were testing me for all kinds of things, they were like, they did it on my arms. They did it on both arms. It yep. sucked. And yep. like you're watching all great. the things like react like crazy. Yep. And you're like, oh my God, I'm allergic to everything. And they're like, yeah, most of these are just normal reactions. We don't even consider those allergies. <laughs> Okay, great. You're good. But like, it itches like a motherfucker. Yes, it's horrible. You're going to have like, to try harder. Like, while I'm waiting in the room, like, wow, they're going to, like, send me to the ER. This is so bad. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. But they told me I wasn't allergic to cats. So I went home and announced, I'm not allergic to cats. And my entire family was like, what are you talking about? We can't take you any to any of our friends' houses who have cats because you're so miserable. So I don't know. But I, it's definitely getting less over time. And that is the thing to have with allergies. So, but yeah, I have been tested and I hated it. And I wasn't even that allergic to that many things. Right. And I, I, I once or twice I've considered doing the allergy shots, but my allergies are relatively, I mean, you know, they only last a couple months out of the year and they're generally not that severe. So I don't, because it takes so long. I have a friend who has been doing them and she switched, I think, in the, uh, during the pandemic to doing drops, which are not. Uh, it was sort of the same idea, but I think they're not w quite as well proven, but you can do them at home as opposed to having to go somewhere and get shots every month or whatever. But it takes a long time for them to take effect. Like TJ said, it's like yeah. it's years yeah. and like your, yeah. your insurance may or may not cover some of it and all that. So, yep. I don't know. That was the problem that we, that we, you know, particularly when we switched to insurance that was, you know, market purchased mm -hmm. um it was a big problem and karen was doing it for a long time and was you know getting close to getting to the you know <laughs> to the maximum dose and then and then she was finally like you know what screw this we're, we're paying way too much money for this stuff and she oh well, that, come on that's a sun cost thing there you gotta go for it then <laughs> i um nope <laughs> I, i've talked about on the show i've talked about on twitter i talk about it too much but i do a monthly self-injection for migraine prevention and it's been like life-changing. And I think I talked about it on Twitter last month because I just did my most recent shot yesterday. I do it every 30 days. And you know, the, the shot is designed to dispense the medicine slowly. It takes like about a full 30 to 45 seconds oh, because it burns going in. And they're like, if it goes in all at once, it'll burn even worse. And I always talk about this shot as having perfect comic timing because every time I put it in and I'm like, oh, you know, it actually doesn't hurt this time. And that's the perfect amount of time for it to suddenly <laughs> go from not hurting to burning. And it lasts a half a minute and then it's over and I don't get migraines. Wonderful. <laughs> Last month when I did it, it burned instantly. There was no comic timing and it burned so much. I don't know why. It was just like, I don't know if it was a bad one, if it was, wasn't, I don't know, but it was horrible. And my wife was there while I did it and like, 
I instantly, I could feel this. I just start pouring out sweat instantly and I turned bright red and it was just, it was horrible. So I, I can only do it once every 30 days. And I have been dreading like, what if the next one is more like that? Is it going to go back to being tolerable? Or is it going to be like that? And yesterday it was fine, which was good. I, I recommend if you deal with headaches a lot that you go see a neurologist because maybe you don't have to deal with headaches. I will never forget when he said to me, do you know how many times the average person gets a headache per month if it's not like they are sick or they have a hangover? And I didn't know. And he said, zero. The average person gets zero headaches a month if it's not for one of those reasons. And that blew my mind because I had headaches nearly every day. <laughs> so it was very surprising to me to learn. So there you go. That's my PSA. See your doctor if you get headaches. It's a good one. There you go. Good night, everybody. If it's not, in, you know, induced by this show. Oh, I was going to say it. No, I was going to say it, but he beat me to it. So enjoy your headache, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and don't leave a review. <laughs>